Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's us. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wayne Dupree podcast. Let me introduce the Godfather Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, everybody. Wrapping this week up. Yes, we are. And the J.R. Ewing of the of the uh, conservative movement building and building and building and building. And actually, he has some um, updates about that little shinding that went on last night, I think. Uh uh, let me introduce Mr. Jason Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, 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 top of the morning or early afternoon, everybody. Lots of fun stuff to talk about. How about did, that Twitter space? Did you? <laughs> what did they have? Something? A disaster. That disaster. That's what they had. A disaster. Oh my god, it was bad. And you know what, too, y'all? Um, those that are watching, don't get mad because we're making fun of. We make fun of everybody. We make fun of people of all colors, races, and Ron DeSantis. We don't give a damn. We really don't. And Ron DeSantis, uh, Jay, did you did you just happen to go inside to watch it a little bit, or? Well, well you know, it's listen to it. So Twitter Spaces are like a big conference call, and uh, I'm like, you know, I want to be fair. We try to cover the news, so I'm gonna take one for the team because I know you guys are like, not nah, we're not gonna waste our time. I was so, grilling. I was grilling outside. Yeah, I saw that. Go, Wayne's got polls going. Do you prefer ribs or chicken breast? <laughs> <laughs> so, so. I'll I'll give you the 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 quick four one one on it, so nobody's got to take the time. Okay. First, it crashes, like for the first twenty minutes, and the space keeps crashing and whatnot. Then they lie about it. They say <laughs> it was the first presidential announcement. Well, RFK Jr. did it on a Twitter space, so it's that's not true. And then Ooh. they said it crashed because of the you know four hundred thousand people that were going to listen to it. And Elon, when he did his interview with the BBC on a space, he had uh, uh, he had like two million people on it. So that probably wasn't it. So, you know, you've got Ron running as Mr. Competency and they market this as like, oh, we're going to 
have this new format and it completely craps the bed, which is what a lot of people are talking about. But the thing that bugged me the most is they said, oh, this is going to be great. It'll be like an open forum. Ron will take a few questions and whatnot. All the speakers were people that Ron's worked with, part of his campaign. And it was, I mean, and if you're if you're going to do that, like, hey, we're doing a campaign launch. We're going to have some people from my team talk. That's one thing. But they framed it up like he's doing this brave, courageous thing where he's going to field questions or whatnot. Um, if you do listen to it, I would encourage you to do a shot every time you heard him reference woke. <laughs> And uh, you'll be in a coma about 35 seconds in. And then uh, what was what was yeah. his national economic message? Right. I, I heard that he didn't. I heard he didn't even talk about that. Is that right, Jay? Oh, imagine that. oh yeah. Yeah. He didn't talk about that. He didn't talk about uh, Ukraine. He didn't talk about the budget. He didn't talk about any of that. He they and it was funny. He brought up influencers that are paid in the bag for him that are like, you know, anti-woke guys, which we oppose woke like we're with that. But there's bigger state local level. Yeah. Yeah. There's bigger fish to fry. And then, you know, it's like 10 minutes of somebody like slathering on about what a nice job he did with woke and whatnot. It was just it was embarrassing. And then I even watched (laughs) some of the clips after where like the you can tell who's paid. Or who's like gone all in and they're just like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest, blah, blah, blah. And then um, and then like even when he goes on, like he he was on, I can't remember the show. I watched a clip of it this morning. They asked him about Ukraine. Mark Levin, what, probably. Mark Levin or Trey Gowdy. <laughs> oh yeah, Mark Levin came out after like after being pro-Trump like a minute yeah. ago. He's like, Oh, I'm 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 in for him. But yeah, Shiver I think it was with Trey Gowdy. He's like, oh, what do you think about Ukraine? And Ron goes, we need to eliminate woke in the military and blah, blah, blah. So, so that, that I, I mean, Hutch well, is that is a presidential thing there. Right. Well, that is a presidential thing. But yeah. Really, the, yeah. I mean, the answer to Ukraine is woke. And, oh, right. Yeah. That's, that's and and I mean, as the stuff comes out, the color revolution in 2014, the the incursion into Ukraine from the United States, which pissed off Putin, which mm-hmm. is why he invaded like Ron DeSantis supported, like documents are coming out where he was all over that. So actually, he, actually, um, I, I, uh, I'm sure that you heard this clip. Somebody sent me a clip of how it sounded. Our Ron DeSantis <laughs> Twitter space. Hello. Is my microphone working correctly? George, can you just wait while we. Hello. Can you hear me? We can all hear you, George. Can you just hold on for a second? Hilfa, I don't think they can hear me. <coughs> I can hear you fine, George. Just speak to the I don't the think George knows how to use Twitter. Hello. Uh, can you hear me now? Can I please make my big announcement now? Everyone just... Hello. Just shut up, George. Can somebody just mute, George? <coughs> Dick, could you try not to cough on the... <coughs> okay, that, so how are we going to take out Trump, you guys? Uh, uh, guys from the FBI... This is not a private call. This is a public Twitter space. Everyone can listen in. Uh, uh, anyway, guys, we uh, invited everyone to this uh, this Twitter space so Governor Ron DeSantis could. <coughs> everyone just shut the hell up so I can make my announcement, okay? You go, girl. Wait, the devil is gay? So what? Everyone in this call is gay. I happen to know every single one of you has a Guys, can we please just calm down? 
So anyway, guys, I just wanted to announce that I'm okay. I can hear the governor very well. Shut, shut up! Would George. you please shut up already? I, I'm running for fucking president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I tried to, I tried to stop that one. Um, so that's how it went. Uh, yeah, I wish that. Uh, I still don't know who originally created that clip, but that was cool. That I mean, that was fast too. That was yeah. fast. Yeah, AI generated President Trump retruth it, and it, yeah. I, I, it got more views than <laughs> than failure to launch did. It was pretty epic. You know what it shows too. One of the things that's possible that it shows is how inept our intelligence community is, because Twitter doesn't crash like that unless somebody does it. Right. And what are you trying to tell me that you're going to crash DeSantis? Thanks, guys. Right. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about this a whole lot more on the on the other side because we got two wonderful guests coming on um, today. We have our sister coming on at the at the bottom of the half an hour, but um, we have a new brother. We have a new brother that um, is, uh, you know, she, uh, Jason, reached out to Jason and uh, um, connected with us, and um, you know, look, we like to highlight companies that really mean a whole lot to America and that cares about America. Um, Split Rock Coffee is one of them. And uh, when Paul, uh, when we talked to Paul and Paul is one of those people that has been following the show for a while. So he's not new to the Wayne Dupree podcast. However, he does have a product out there and he wants you to know about it. As a matter of fact, let me, let me bring on Paul here. Um, here on the Wayne Dupree podcast, Mr. Reese. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Can everybody hear me? Okay. Hey, sure Paul. Can. Sure can. Right on. Cool. Listen, um, Split Rock Coffee. Split. Let me tell you something. When I got your sample, ladies and gentlemen, I look. Y'all heard about dark roast and all that stuff and everything. <laughs> he ha he has flavored um, samples. That when you open it up, man, it smells so good. God, God. We need a cologne like that. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If I had a cologne like that, Mr. Reese, I don't think <laughs> I would be single right now. We're for real. That, but look, right the, um, uh, let me introduce you to Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, Mr. Hello, Reese. Hutch. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, and, sir. Thank you. And and you know our J Rob. Hey, hey Paul. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. I love it. This is great. Tell us, uh, tell us, uh, tell us uh, how you got into doing the split rock coffee real quick. Well, we, uh, my partner and I, there's two of us, um, Ron Buster. Uh, he is uh, Air Force and Vietnam era veteran, as well as retired Army. Um, he went from the Air Force to the Army. And then oh, myself, oh, I... What's that? I saw the light. <laughs> yeah, saw the light. That's what I tell them too. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I said you're no longer a zoomie. Now you can be a ground pounder with the rest of go. them. Leg. So, you know, we we had a lot of world travels in our career. I I'm a disabled veteran myself. I served uh, almost ten and a half years uh, on active duty. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I came out of active duty, I was really kind of looking for something to do. And then I met Ron, and he actually started a different company. And then uh, came back together a few years ago and we said, we want to do something for the people, the the disabled veterans, the families, the, you know, 
all connected in that web that people that need to be healthy and clean and find a new lifestyle. So we said, you know what? We found the best coffee that we've ever tasted. And I've been in every crack of the world, as you guys probably have been too, and tried some really good coffee and I've tried some really horrible coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. I never thought I could do it, but yeah, you're right. I have tried I have had some bad coffee. Yeah. Oh God, I tell you, you know, like uh, the old cannon cocker coffee, you know, when you put the coffee in the sock and as long as the sock is dirty enough and you leave it in the water, Hatch is laughing, he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Pour this pour the grounds right in. We'll right on the top, it don't matter. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's some great memories of that. But you know what? <laughs> what we ultimately found was that, you know, it's like a recipe. So if you want to make a really good cinnamon bun all right you got to have each recipe right including the cooking time and the right. rising it's the same thing with coffee so what we set we set out to uh, specialize is coffee that's low acid because i couldn't take that coffee gut in the morning because i would drink uh, two pots in the morning when i was in the military no problem Eesh. yeah i mean that we that 24 7 sometimes you know yeah in august yeah, when you're on operation, it's whatever, sleep in the yeah. corner, drink your coffee. But the uh, the good part was that we found a blend that worked and we found that high elevation beans are really the key to getting a non-acidic coffee. So we take different blends from different areas of the world and we put that together. And the way that our technology with our bag strength and our, and our valves, that's why when you're opening that bag, Wayne, you get that fresh burst of smell like coffee it's amazing oh. and that bag i honestly have opened bags from 10 years ago sounds crazy i just wanted to try it and you know it, it was great wow. there was nothing wrong with it i mean i wouldn't sell it obviously but i wanted to make sure that the technology that we have works so right. that brings you a fresh cup of coffee every time and you know and we wanted to keep the price where the average person could have a few pounds in their in their uh, cupboard and enjoy a great cup of coffee, and you know we give back a percentage of our of our profits to the Air Power Foundation. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, Wayne. That's an Air Force yep. Foundation. Yep, yep, yep. And it helps stock food shelves and different things across the uh, Midwest and Texas. And you know, Fishing for Life has been a partner with us also, and. You know, we not only take care of disabled veterans that generally they couldn't talk in a clinical situation or in a group setting, but you put them in a boat and you get them out on the lake with another veteran and we've seen lives change. Mm -hmm. And we're happy to be part of that uh, sponsorship and we're happy to be here with Wayne Dupree and we're hoping that we're going to have a long lasting love affair. So. Exactly. Exactly. No, 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 you're right. I mean, I, I just, I just love, um, again, when I open, <laughs> um, I had my, I had my son around at the time at, uh, when we got, uh, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. This is, this is something that could work. And what I mean work is a veteran. Um, well, you know, any, anytime we can help veterans, that's something that that's something that we want to do. But man, you have got a nice operation over there. And I really love that you support the veterans in that way. And uh, especially in this day and time, because a lot of veterans are going through like mental problems 
mental problems meaning you know but wartime and stuff like that but uh a, a lot of us are feeling left out and uh uh not like that the government really doesn't care right you're right on you hit the nail right in the head there Wayne. right on mm -hmm. right on spot yeah. and you know that's where we we give these guys a sense of belonging okay? mm -hmm. they belong right. to this group it's good timing too because you know if you remember uh a few years ago i think the first uh group that came out uh kind of this i'm not going to name them in this same uh vein they found out that they were shaky you know they weren't uh they weren't really all they were cracked up to be so it's nice right. to see right. right after that a bunch of alternatives came up and and i'll tell you i'm not big with those bags because i'm not coordinated enough and i get coffee grounds all over so i pour mine <laughs> into a mason jar Right. Mm. So uh -huh. I'm looking at this and I, I knocked out and thank you for the sample, by the way, I knocked oh, out well. the breakfast blend, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And then I'm looking at my two, two remaining choices and it's like dark and light. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I'm a dark coffee guy. So I said, I'm going to go with the light and we're going to see what this is all about. Mm -hmm. oh. And it's, it's not, it's not, it's light, but it's not flavorless light. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Good. Is that yeah. it, right? Exactly. That and and that's one thing that we really wanted to. I mean, that's why it was a no-brainer to have Paul on um, to talk about it. Is that when you taste this coffee, it's good. You're tasting coffee. Right. I mean, exactly. it's, it's really it's really good morning, afternoon, evening. Uh, I like sure. for me, Paul. I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody else out here like this, but coffee doesn't keep me up and it doesn't put me to sleep. So I can, I can drink it any time of the day. And, you know, yeah. I mean, I'll go down and put it, put it on my um, coffee machine around 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, take it back upstairs and work <clears throat> some more on some oh, more yeah. articles and stuff. I'm like, you know, I had to, I had to go I'm, into storage to get my drip coffee maker. I haven't used it in so long. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's this grounds? You got to use those filtery things. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to get filters. I'm like, okay, well, that's okay, though. I, yeah. I mean, it, worked. it worked for me. It worked for me. Jay? Yeah, I got to you know, say, Paul had, uh, Paul had reached out to me through the show, and he's a longtime listener. And it turned out like he's 10 minutes away from me in, in Minnesota. So I'm like, I'll come check out your operation. And, and I got to say, like I was a big fan of the coffee brand, not to be named, uh, that kind of turned on Kyle Rittenhouse a couple years ago. And oh, yeah. I felt bad. Mm -hmm. I drink coffee all the time and yeah. I wanted to support something. And I got to tell you, I was nervous driving over there. Cause I'm like, God, I hope this coffee doesn't suck. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like, I really want to support this organization. And, and yeah. one of our missions yeah. on the Wayne Dupree show, everybody says, what can you do? What can yeah. you do? What can you do? You can do something as simple. Most people watching the show drink coffee every day. You can do something as simple as support a company that supports our values. Yeah. We've seen Bud Light. We've mm -hmm. seen Target. Now North Face. You yeah. know, uh, other coffee companies that have Major done League things. Baseball. That, yeah. yeah. You, you see it all. And so part of what we can do as conservatives is say, hey, you know what? I'm going to give this coffee a try. I'm going to see if it's good. I'm going to support the organization. And, and that's part of why if people are wondering like, wow, why do you have the coffee guy on your show today? It's because part of what our audience can do is support companies that support our values. Right. And if you do that, that helps change things. And I got to say, after checking out, checking out Paul and Ron's operation, great operation. And I mean, are, are you able to talk to them about the new thing you're building, Paul? 
Oh, sure. Yeah, we can talk about that. And, you know, two, two comments. One, um, customers have kind of given us a phrase. It's called the coffee I can drink all day. Oh, yeah. So that's that's something. That's we, right. It's true. We got we got that feedback from people. And we ended up using it as some of our branding. So it was um, really unique how that worked out. And Dara, it was fun to have you up to the office and, you know, uh, our Second Amendment flag there and stuff coming in the oh, door. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that's all connected. And I'm like, there was a purpose in us meeting for sure. You know, and uh, I love it. And, you know, splitrockcoffee.com, you can always go there and check it out. Or you can send us a message. And if you have questions, you know, like one of the biggest things out there, when you were talking about making a dark roast at 1030, I'm that guy. I love dark roast in the evening. See? And because it's low in caffeine, but it's high in flavor. Right, right. So the darker the coffee, the less caffeine. The lighter the coffee, the more caffeine. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. either. That's oh, a yeah. big misnomer out there. Yeah, and it has to do with the cooking time. And if you think about it, the more that it cooks, the more the, the uh, berry gives up the flavor and injects the uh, caffeine. So. Can't wait till you check out his French press directions and his iced coffee mm-hmm. directions on his feeds. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now, that cold brew thing, uh, Hutch, you mentioned you put uh, the coffee in the mason jar. And I, we actually have a split rock lighthouse jar that's a collection <laughs> okay and then we have it in our cold brew pack so you just take the it's really simple you just take a six filter packs fill it with water put it in your refrigerator for 24 hours and mm. you've got cold brew coffee what? and it is amazing yeah and i'm i'm not a cold brew coffee guy i like was. yeah i like chill i like iced coffee myself so See, my, my granddaughter used to drink got that. It. yeah it's mm. really good you know at, at the end of the day my granddaughter kind of got me into it. She's like, yeah. you gotta try iced coffee. Like, yeah, yeah. Iced coffee, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but, you know, that's what we, we just try to keep things simple. You know, good. <laughs> that's the thing. I can, drink, I can drink it warm. I, can, I mean, I can drink it hot and I can drink it cold. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean. That, as long as you drink it all day. <laughs> exactly. There you go. The coffee you can drink all day. You see, you see what's happening to um, our country and, uh, um, how how the how the Biden administration has been treating our veterans and what happened in Afghanistan and what's happening in Ukraine? What do you think about that? Well, that's a that's a loaded question, Wayne. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm very disappointed um, in the changes that you know. It's almost like the day that Trump left office, you could tell he, I don't give a crap, came back to the VA. You know. And I hate to say that. And get your mask on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, be a good boy and take your take your jab and, and go yeah. die somewhere. You know, yeah. Um, that to me is just horrific. And I think that our country needs to get on the right path. You know, family first. Okay. I believe that men need to be men. And we've got to teach that generation to be men. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we all have responsibility as men. Right. And I think that the Biden administration hopefully is short last. I hope he doesn't. (laughs) I hope he's out next tomorrow. Um, Honestly, I mean, we've got enough proof now that uh, the country's on its side and there's too much corruption going on and it needs to be fixed. I'll tell you something that I uh, have been thinking about lately. Uh, You see this big reaction against Bud Light and Target. And, And I would say that the Bud Light reaction has not a doggone thing to do with beer. Nothing. I think this is the American people coming together 
and saying we've had enough. I think it, we need to we need to recognize this and realize our power as citizens because we've got a lot of it. Just look at they're down billions of dollars. Target's down millions of dollars. Disney's going firing people left and right. This is not about wokeness. This is about we've had enough. We've had enough. Correct. You know, and the family has to be a priority. You know, instead of having a pride day, why don't we have a family day? Exactly. You know? Right. How about we take how about we take pride in our family? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And have a pride day yeah. and have the flag up, you know. The yeah. Real, the exactly. Yeah. Have the U.S. flag. Let's up. be yeah. proud, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, well, and I got to say, uh, it, it's really an honor, Paul, to have you on the show. We it is. appreciate you being a long-term you very, very listener. Much. And uh, for the audience out there, like, we're here on the show to make a difference in the world and work with people that make a difference. And Paul and his team are doing that. We'll probably have him on again to talk about a new facility he's working oh, on. Yeah. And oh, yeah. uh, today, easy thing to do, I've shared it in the link, splitrockcoffee.com, promo code Wayne, get 10% off, try the coffee. Thank us for it. Yeah. Send us pictures of you drinking your split rock coffee. I so, love it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you guys so much. I love Thank this you. show and I'll be watching every day. So Thank you, Paul. Thank you so All much. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Reese. Good coffee. Good, good coffee. coffee. God damn boy, it is some good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome coffee. We're getting ready to take a break. Our awesome sister from the new federal state of China is on deck. We've got some more to talk about. Got to oh, and don't and don't forget on Saturday we will be broadcasting from eleven thirty to twelve o'clock. Eleven thirty to twelve o'clock. Changed it. Okay, I changed it. I changed it. Uh, um, um, eleven thirty to twelve. Eleven thirty twelve o'clock. We're gonna have uh, my sister on. She's got some more breaking information, but. Today, we're going to hit on a, um, a couple of quick points about it. Hutch Baylor Jr., <laughs> Mr. J.R. Robinson, Wayne Dupree here on the Wayne Dupree Podcast, broadcasting on the Red Voice Media Network, the number one conservative network for new voices. We'll be right back. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. 
Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. On September 10th, 2016, the opening said, "Say that he raised a million dollars in the first hour. So someone apparently liked what he said. I mean, how do you react to that? Yeah, well, there are definitely Republicans who are quote unquote over Trump and see DeSantis and his poll numbers as maybe the, the best place to park their votes, park their money, mm. um, their support. But I just, uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of a folly. Still, all of the energy, a lot of the condensed energy in the Republican Party is still with Trump. No one is better at being Trump than Trump. And DeSantis doesn't seem to have a cogent, cohesive plan other than to be anti-woke. Ladies and gentlemen, let me bring on to you our sister from another mister. I'm talking about Miss Nicole Sai of the new federal state of China. What's up, Nicole? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Awesome. 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 Glad to have you. Yeah. I, once again, the, our family um, uh, that is knocking down um, all types of, um, uh, you know how, you know, how somebody might have a perceived thought about a certain thing. Y'all are killing that. Y'all are, y'all are, because of, uh, once again, we see Nicole on Monday and Thursday. But if you check out the new state, um, the new federal state of China, if you check out their videos throughout the week and stuff, you were like, Jesus, these people, these people don't stop. <laughs> these people don't stop. And um, don't take this wrong, but this makes y'all, this makes y'all dangerous. It does. It really makes y'all dangerous because if they can take the head, because that's probably what they thought. If we take the head, the rest of the body's gonna fall. Y'all ain't falling, boy. Y'all, y'all are not falling. Y'all, as a matter of fact, I think that um the teaching and the training that Miles um Guo gave you is emanating it is it is i mean y'all are flourishing yeah i mean what the seed that he built or the, or the seed that he gave y'all y'all have turned it into a uh, oak y'all are you know what i'm saying am i wrong y'all am no, i wrong no, heck no no i mean you're going up against one of the most despotic regimes in the on the planet yeah i mean uh, one one of the things and and maybe i'll ask you later but you look at the you look at the treatment that we got during COVID. 
look at the treatment the Chinese people got. Yes. A lot yeah. different than what we got. Yeah, that's true. Well, and things to come in America if we don't find a way to stop this. Right, right. Um, Nicole, what's going on with my Mr. Miles um, Gro? What's going on? Any updates today? Well, we can... Yeah, and thank you so much for this platform. Uh, you represent not only the American people's voice, but also the freedom-loving Chinese people's voice. I mean, we have been censored, we have been suppressed by the big tech and on social media such as Twitter and Google and Facebook, uh, but it is people like you, uh, the American people who are giving us the platform to share our story, our plight, and our struggle and um, because we are up, up against the same challenges. I mean, we share the same fate. I mean, this country is facing a big threat that is the CCP. And so Mao Guo, you know, he became jailed for fighting this difficult battle. We continue to fear for his life and we continue to fight for his freedom. So I want to talk about, you know, now, you know, yesterday and in the last 24 hours, the American people are watching um, Ron DeSantis' announcement of his presidential bid on Twitter. And I saw that um, campaign video. It has a lot of uh, uh, Elon Musk's uh, images. And That's so what I so I want to talk about, um, you know, in Elon Musk's uh, 44 billion takeover yeah. of Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? Um, they're largely funded by the CCP money. Uh, $800 million uh, was funded by, yeah, $800 million uh, was funded by Sequoia Capital. And that is 100% owned by the CCP. And <laughs> Neil Shen... <laughs> Nail Shem is a senior CCP. Oh, she uh, brings names. I know. <laughs> Nail Shen, Google him. And so he's a global partner of Sequoia Capital. Mm -hmm. So he provided $800 million to uh, Elon Musk for Elon's $44 million uh, takeover of Twitter. And another CCP uh, agent, um, Zhao Changpeng, uh, he's the CEO and founder of Binance. They provided $500 million for Elon Musk's. No, no wonder they were talking about crypto last night. Right. Okay. So, okay. yes. So, I mean, you know, if you look at who's behind Elon Musk, you can see CCP money. Needless to mention that his Tesla factory in Shanghai, yeah. hey, they got approval from the CCP. I mean, can I open a battery factory or Tesla factory in Shanghai? No way, Jose. I mean, how can you open a Tesla factory in Shanghai? Who's going to give you the permission? Who's going to give you the government subsidy uh, to produce the Tesla vehicles? Nobody is going to help you, but Elon got the help. So, you know, we always tell people, follow the money, follow the money. And if you can find the CCP's money, you should be skeptical. And so that's why since the uh, Elon's takeover of the Twitter, Mr. Mao Guo and uh, his Twitter account still has not been reinstated. And our uh, tweets against the CCP, exposing the CCP's crimes against humanity are, are constantly su uh, suppressed. Uh, 
So, um, so that's why we continue to use Getter uh, as our platform to discuss national, you know, uh, matters and to have a civil discussion about the topics that have been heavily censored and suppressed by Twitter. And I was wondering where Bannon got all his information. Now I know. <laughs> the first time he said that about Elon Musk, I was like, that's the first time I heard that. Yeah. And you just laid it out in perfect, uh, perfect so basically, form. So basically, I mean, we're not saying that, that, uh, um, that Ron DeSantis was bought out by the CCP. However, <laughs> there's, there's little tentacles there. Huh? There's little tentacles of the CCP to the to, to for him to I, because everyone's like, why is he the first place he's going is Twitter? Why? Well, forget about forget about DeSantis for a second. Look at the official apparatus that's supporting DeSantis. That's everybody in the Republican Party hierarchy, right? And the financial I, I, world. Right. I was right. going to say that was what I wanted to explore because digging around the website and seeing some of their videos this week, Nicole did a lot of talking about the Uniparty. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted her to kind of expand on that because I think a lot of times as mainly conservative audience, we can look at the Democrats and go, oh, they're all communists. China owns them. But the enemy's in the House. Yeah. And yes. all the mm -hmm. money that's going into the establishment around DeSantis mm -hmm ultimately kind of has ties. So Nicole, if you can kind of talk about the conservative side of the Uniparty, how they're funding this activity and getting bought out by China, that sort of thing. Definitely. So the CCP, when it comes to the infiltrating and uh, buying influence or influence peddling, they don't discriminate your political affiliation. I mean, they spend the same amount of effort and money uh, to infiltrate uh, what whatever party so you you and that's why we have seen the rnc's top donor elliot brody and stephen Wynn. i mean these are you know they they both served as the finance chair of the rnc and so these two people uh have become a um illegal or unregistered agent working on behalf of the ccp to influence the DOJ and the White House trying to return Mr. Mao's goal to China. And so they met with the CCP's uh, head of the public uh, security, Sun Li Jun. I mean, these people traveled to Shenzhen and met with the uh, CCP's, like um, the equivalent of uh, the CIA's uh, head. So, I mean, these are really, we are seeing it doesn't matter with, whether you're Republican Party or the Democratic Party. There's a unity party. And so they share the same, um, you know, treats, which is that they can be bought out by the CCP. Let, and let me, let me just clarify, Nicole, real quick, because I think what you just said, if I if I heard it right, was a bombshell. Did you just say that the top donors of the RNC, top financial people, went on a visit to Chinese Communist Party headquarters? Yes. Damn. Yes. Wow. Elliot Brody and Stephen Wynn. Um, as Stephen Wynn is well known to be a casino mogul. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh, uh, Elliot Brody, I mean, they're a big donor of the RNC. They also served as the finance chair of the RNC. And so these people, they took um, tens of millions of dollars from the CCP. They traveled to China 
and to met with the CCP's, like the head of the CCP's CIA, and to discuss their secret plan to return CCP enemy number one, Mao Squad, to China. So these are the RNC big donors. And, and also there's a big book, uh, I think um, they discussed uh, about how people like, you know, Mitch McConnell, Elaine Chow, I mean, their campaign money coming from their family member who does a lot of business with the CCP. Shipping. You know, it's not just the Democratic Party. It's also on the Republican Party. And that's why we always say that we stand above and outside of the U.S. domestic politics. We're only focusing on the CCP's infiltration. And so uh, I think American people need to know this is not a partisan issue. This is a universal issue. Right. You know, um, you you bring you you brought up the RNC um, with that. That reminds me of what you told us on Monday about the uh, the bill that was passed um, um, connecting the CCP uh, during the Clinton era, I think it was during the Clinton era. Republicans led that charge. Yep. So, so for the RNC to have their top donors go over that, that makes a whole lot of sense. You know, I mean, well, that's probably why the Democrats are always mad all the time. You know, rich, your rich donors and your rich people and stuff, they probably aren't as connected to, but no, but then you still have, you know, um, Swalwell, Swalwell just was, um, uh, Eric Swalwell from Fang Fang Bang Bang, um, one. Um, Eric was just cleared by a bipartisan ethics committee for uh, his his affair or his role with the Chinese spy. What do you know about that? Have you heard anything about that? Well, we we definitely know that uh, he has been compromised, and um, you know, and there are many people in the Capitol Hill that have been bought out and compromised by the CCP. You know, in two, three years ago, Secretary Mike Pompeo uh, gave a speech at the National Governors Association uh, Convention, and he mentioned the CCP, actually, they have a, um, a score on each and every governor of the United States, the states to show whether they have been, uh, they're friendly or less friendly or hostile to the CCP. So basically, this is like a social credit score based on the uh, their likability of being compromised. I'm sure that the CCP will have the same uh, rating scale on each and every uh, U.S. elected officials, congressmen or U.S. senators. And mm -hmm. also, we talk about um, the FBI director, Christopher Wray, he used to work for, he used to represent the CCP's, um, you know, vice chair, uh, Wang Qishan's uh, global company, HNA, and the former FBI director, James Comey. He used to work for Bridgewater, who is the CCP's biggest, you know, hedge fund partner who had made a lot of investment in communist China. So, you know, this infiltration goes so deep and so wide yeah. Uh, it's more than just Eric Swawa. I think it doesn't do justice to Eric Swawa because he's been talked so much 
But the, but the real big guys who are more uh, influential or powerful, they don't get exposed. We have a question from Getter, Nicole, from Black Guns 2049. Mm-hmm. He asks, is Xi sending CCP assassins over our U.S. southern border? Well, what happened to the uh, U.S. southern border is that we have seen a surge of the Chinese migrants who have been traveling across at least you know, 10 or 11 countries in order to show up at, at the uh, southern border. I mean, they have to travel across Thailand, Turkey, Ecuador, and Panama in order to show up at the southern border. Remember, they don't live in Latin America or Mexico. I mean, if they're really CCP spy, they don't have to travel like months by foot and across the thick jungles. Xi Jinping has so much money. They can just put them into a, you know, a plane and fly them to New York and San Francisco. I mean, the people who showed up at the southern border, they're the silent majority people who have been forced to leave their own homes and their loved ones to seek refugee in the United States of America. And so these people are not like CCP spies. Hmm. And so, you know, if the southern border is within 100 miles uh, near China, you could expect uh, hundreds of uh, millions of Chinese people wanting to cross that south- southern border and to become, uh, you know, political asylum in the United States of America. And so who caused this problem? I thought the Unity Party, uh, dub- George W. Bush and Clinton, they promised the Chinese people to have the improved living standard and freedom of speech and uh, democracy and rule of law 22 years ago when they passed a resolution to give yeah. the CCP the most favored trading national status and also supported the CCP's entry to the WTO. But why there's so many Chinese people who want to flee that country? Right. And yeah. why, tell me again, why this administration made the announcement that the U.S. is not going to decouple from the CCP. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. But, but, but to add on to add on to what um, Hutch asked, there are agents coming across, or, or or there are agents coming across the southern border. They they might not be going through those countries, but there are some agents coming across. Or I because we do know that China is working with the cartels right yes um with the fentanyl situation so uh, yes absolutely so ccp yeah. is the root cause of the fentanyl and epidemic in this country and they have enriched and empowered the mexican uh cartels uh to smuggle illicit drug and fentanyl to the american communities it's through the open border again don't blame the ccp blame on this country's own failed policy at the border and the immigration. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of an, you know, when you connect the dots and I can't encourage people enough to go check out their website, do some digging around. Everybody's like, I'm a big receipts guy. Like I like to see the documentation. And when you see like China sending precursor chemicals to Mexico where the cartels make them, it's those same cartels that are smuggling things across the border. And, and so it all, it's all like, Oh, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah. one thing I wanted you to expand on a little bit is you talked about the money Elon got for Twitter through the CCP, but you just graze on it a little bit. Talk about how tight Tesla and the CCP are. This whole electric car thing, China's getting rich off it, and their their hands are all over this Green New Deal stuff. Can you kind of expand a little bit about that? 
we all know that any private business operating in China is going to be controlled by the CCP. They have to take orders from the CCP. In fact, the CCP has a law that, um, uh, you know, in, in the private business, if there are three CCP uh, members working inside that company, then uh, by law, they can set up a CCP, like a political party within the company. And so it doesn't matter whether you are a foreign company or whether you're Tesla, basically each private business operating uh, on the Chinese soil are, are, are going to be controlled by the CCP. And so this is no exception to Tesla uh, factory, especially if the factory is going to employ tens of thousands or thousands of the Chinese workers. So when you set up a factory inside China, you are supporting the CCP's slavery of the Chinese people. And you are taking the CCP's government subsidy uh, to be engaged in unfair trade practices because you have to really keep a very cozy relationship in Chinese words, it's called a guanxi. You must have a very good guanxi with the CCP in order to survive uh, in China. And uh, so why the uh, the Chinese people's you know, truly independent business entrepreneur uh, cannot establish a big factory. Well, if you refuse to bow down to the CCP, then you're going to become a target of uh, persecution. And right now, we haven't seen the CCP uh, cracking down on Elon Musk's uh, factory in Shanghai. They're doing fine. If, if, if you have a business doing fine in communist China, it means that you have been compromised by the CCP. That that is for sure. There's no such a thing called private business in China. Everything in China is controlled by the CCP. Yeah, I guess that's the nature of the whole, the whole thing. I, I wonder, um, you talked a couple times about trying to get congressional conservatives involved in releasing Miles Guo, and I just wanted to follow up. Have you heard anything or any encouraging news from uh, Jim Jordan or Comey or, or anybody else? I know you guys were actively trying to... Uh, communicate with them? Well, I haven't heard anything yet. And uh, so if anybody who's listening to your show um, have heard anything, let us know, because I think Jim Jordan and James Comer and the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, needs to know this. I mean, this is equally important than the debt ceiling or um, the weaponization of the DOJ and the FBI against this country's own political dissidents, because you know, Moscow's case exemplifies how the CCP, a foreign enemy, has hijacked this country's justice system. So this is a very threatening. And I haven't heard anything yet. And maybe we're not making, you know, loud enough voice. Maybe we haven't done enough work. And that's why we don't stop our work like you, um, when you just mentioned, like seven days a week, we yeah. come to to all kinds of shows. We need yeah. to keep pounding on the issue until we get an answer. Yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, that's one thing that, I mean, y'all have taught, y'all taught me, y'all taught me so much in the short time that we've known you, just how strong y'all are in your, um, in your pursuit. Uh, because again, it hurts to think that, I mean, believe me, I'm 100% happy for you. I am. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think the world of all of y'all for what y'all are doing because you don't back down. But it just hurts here that 
our side are is not as focused as what y'all are. Because if honestly, if we, I mean, if if the American people was as focused as what y'all are, DC wouldn't be doing this like this. Yeah, both parties wouldn't be doing this like this. Um, the media wouldn't be doing this like if we were what what y'all were doing. And let's see, as as little as y'all are, y'all are still making larger inroads with your voice. Absolutely. As large as we are, we aren't making much of anything with the small people in DC and the media. You see what I'm saying? It, I mean, it's almost like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree with you. We are making <laughs> progress, but we are patient but right. we don't back down and we don't give up. And you know what? One of the comments I, I got from the uh, American Patriot is that they feel saddened by the fact that the CCP can get so much done in this country than the U.S. government officials. The CCP are more efficient. They yeah. can achieve more goals. And, uh, you know, just look at, you know, how much time <laughs> and money have been spent on producing the Durham report, I believe it's six uh, yeah. years, yeah. Uh, yeah. four years or six years and or six million, four million dollar. I mean, that's a lot of time. That's yeah. a lot of money. And but you know what? If the, the CCP does this job, it can done. It can be done in three days. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Nicole, uh, any teasers for our Saturday show? I mean, we got a special edition coming up on Saturday, half hour China special. Uh, Want to give them teasers? Get them excited to tune in? Absolutely. I think Saturday we can talk about how the Wall Street has been financing the CCP's global expansion. And mm -hmm. we're going to shed some light on the Bridgewater, on Blackstone, on what they've been doing in communist China, that the things that they don't want American people to know. Stay tuned. Awesome. And and we know you're gonna tell it because that's why you're here. You look, you be bringing, man. You be doing blockbusters like it's Hollywood premieres and stuff, boy. You, you <laughs> just be bringing it out. Nicole Sai of the New Federal State of China, our friends, our family that is behind the scenes over there. We're, we're waving to y'all. Thank you for all the work that you're doing, and we will see you on Saturday. Thank you, Nicole. Have a good. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you then. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Nicole. Uh, she we call her um, a friend of the family. Uh, she is. She's been with us for a little bit more than a month now, and she hasn't. Um, she hasn't disappointed. No, has she? Mm -mm. Yeah. It's amazing how many gaps it fills in too. Oh. You know, you see this stuff happening. And then you go and you check you the receipts. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that Republican connection for a couple years now. Right. She got gave, it today. She gave names, didn't she? Yeah, she was. <laughs> right. Oh, that's Jen, Jen Joe. I know him. Right. Yeah. He's from down there. That name. Oh. Oh, that's like, a major donor that's supporting the Ron DeSantis campaign. Yeah, he's oh, from yeah. Down yeah. 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 I was I was like, God, dog, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and go uh, on their site, man. They got the receipts. Well, that's look, what's look, crazy. Look, we, me, me, Hunt and Jerry, we're like, well, yeah, you well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this and stuff. The goal is like, 
Xi Jinping. <laughs> I was like, I'm listening to this, right? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We got to, you got to rewind. Right. You got to play that again if I heard what I thought I heard. Yep. <laughs> and then we all see the unmarked black SUVs in front of our <laughs> Taking the dog out to go to the bathroom. Oh, hey, hey, guys. I, I- I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. any negotiation here. We don't see uh, anything that needs to be discussed. It's pretty simple and it's pretty straightforward. Uh, We believe that Congress has a constitutional duty to get this done. The president's stance on uh, negotiation stands, right, which is he does not believe as it relates to the debt ceiling uh, that we should be negotiating. We've been very clear. We're not going to negotiate on the debt ceiling. He never came to the table to negotiate on the debt ceiling. That was not something that occurred. That is not something that's happening. We've been very clear. We're not negotiating 
floating around the debt ceiling, when you think about the debt limit, it is not negotiable. We should not be negotiating on the debt ceiling. There's no negotiation uh, that we will be having. The debt ceiling, it should be done without negotiation. There should be no negotiation. It should be done without conditions. We should not have to negotiate on this. Look, we've been very clear. We're not going to negotiate. We're just not going to negotiate on that. As the president said yesterday, he's happy to meet with Speaker McCarthy but not on whether or not the debt limit gets extended. That is not negotiable, and we have been very clear about this. The president said he's happy to meet with McCarthy, but not on whether or not the debt limit gets extended. That's not negotiable. He is not going to negotiate on the debt ceiling. Been very clear. That is not going to change. I mean, we've been very clear. Uh, look, uh, there shouldn't be negotiations. This is not negotiable. We are not going to negotiate. There's no negotiating around the debt limit. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Dupree. You know, um, <laughs> breaking news. Lauren Boebert's son called 911 in tears to report his father was throwing him around the house. Isn't she the one that was just said she was getting divorced? Yep. Yeah, that would be a reason. But um, then she uh, jumped on the song. She then she jumped on the phone and said that her son doesn't need help. She took the phone away from him, said that that's okay, we got it here. Um, here's the thing if the police didn't show up to that place, then I got a I got a problem with it because they would damn sure show up to anybody else. Yeah, I remember. You, you know what I'm saying? He still I mean, got not, not knowing that a lot of times young boys aren't the most truthful. Uh, right. People, but you still sure. need to check. You still you need still, to check. Right. Right. You still got to check. He started yelling profanities and yelling and using profanities. Okay. Well, uh, Bobert denied that her husband reacted this way, calling it a complete lie. Um, here's the thing. I don't know whether y'all will agree with me or not, but family is more important than politics. So, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that uh, she should leave right now, but um, she's going through divorce. Her child's doing this and it's public. You got to take some cool. time. You got to take some time away. You got to take some time away and fix that family thing. Politics. Okay. Guess what? The, uh, you are the only one from Colorado, so the House of Representatives what has two or three or four people from your state. In the House, you get a whole goddamn um, platoon from each state. So if you have to, yeah, you can talk to Speaker McCarthy or talk to his little minion, uh, MTG. And uh, I mean, well, they're going on vacation anyways. Huh? They're going on vacation anyways, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you can always talk to MTG. She's spending $100,000 on lipstick. I mean, chapstick. Sorry. Should have just grabbed it off the dresser. You know, that doesn't... <laughs> you know, that doesn't even sound right. She's about... She's You're crazy. I caught that. <laughs> She tried to grab it, but Frank once slapped his hand off. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Get it. Guess That's mine. mine. That's mine. Let that, that image settle in. 
Wayne's going to be on the AI image generator later. Don't open Wayne's hey, match, match. Did you see how he tried to slip that in there? <laughs> yeah, I'll check that out. Oh, I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear it. Man. I hear it. Ron DeSantis. Um, that's right. I'm 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 on it. I'm on like white on race. Uh Ron DeSantis, um, Ron Disaster uh, uh was um on Twitter last night. I think um I, I don't know. I haven't seen too many clips of him on Fox News, but I heard he was on Fox News. Yep. Um, and then uh, y'all said that he went on for the Israeli lobby. Um, Fox News is his campaign headquarters, man. I mean, you got to face it. This is uh, this is them against us. Yeah, it has nothing to do with DeSantis. It has everything to do with you and me. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that because. Elon giving him that platform on Twitter and sharing his audience and, and Fox news, like basically running DeSantis campaigns with how much they have on the show. Yeah. I mean, just spitball here, but you just wonder how much of that, like there, like I haven't seen Vic Ramishwani on there. Like he was tweeting yesterday, like, Hey, Elon have me on, you know, and he's got some interesting ideas. I kind of like an elf. He's still a Keebler elf. Right. It's a distraction. Right. You know, yeah, but no, I with all the people that have already come out, Elon could have had them on the same thing. Nikki but, Haley, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, you Mike know, Pence, yeah. But you wonder how many now. Oh, and I heard it when everything was over, he was like, Oh, well, the other candidates can come on if they want, you know. It's like, Psh, man, I ain't coming on your platform, <laughs> I ain't coming on your platform because first off. Um, have you been noticing uh, these uh, these real crazy responses on Twitter lately? They look like passwords, and I saw you posted uh, that. Yeah, somebody said that they were bots, right? And they said don't block them, which I've been blocking them all week, and I've been seeing more. And they said don't block them because you're going to see more. But I didn't know about that. Don't but engage with it. Now, now I'm muting them instead of blocking them, but. Jesus, man, you know, um, if money is behind Elon, if C- if CCP money, no, no wonder, did Hutch, you said, because the Ch- um, China said Elon needs to watch out with the stuff that he says on Twitter or something. And you said during the show, it'd be funny how I, um, let's keep an eye on that to see how he reacts. To see if he shuts up. God darn if he didn't shut up. That's right. And like, that's up, what I, that was that was my comment to Nicole. Uh was because I heard Steve Bannon call that out. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. was like, how the hell does Steve Bannon know that? Wow. And now I know why. Now you know. Well, and you say always follow the money, right? Like that yeah. that's one of the reoccurring themes we'll say. At the end of the day, whoever gives politicians money gets to control what they do. And and Nicole snuck one in that was kind of interesting. She talked about the Ron DeSantis launch video and like Elon was in it two or three times. China, to me, is a top five, top 10 issue for the presidential campaign. Go back and look at his launch video and see. Go listen to the Twitter space and see how many times he mentioned China. I'll give you a hint. It's a number less than one. <laughs> 
So there you go. And, and I mean, it, to me, uh, and, and how you guys doing? I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, I look at the RNC completely differently after things like that. I mean, this is, this is indisputable. You're going to China. Who goes to China? Right. The last guy I know that went to China was like Richard Nixon. Right. Only, you know only Nixon can go to China. Can I tell you the one thing I'm really looking forward to coming out of this DeSantis launch, though? So there's a lot of pro-Trump influencers out there. And there are a couple people that are paid political operatives. Like, let's be full disclosure. There's guys the that difference? are... Right. But, like, <laughs> like we're pro-Trump. We don't get a dime from President Trump no. or any companies or anything tied to it. Right. Um, well, Ron DeSantis, as part of his launch at that Four Seasons Hotel, had all of his big money donors and all of his influencers and pictures and everything's coming out for who those influencers. And these are people that are financially tied to the campaign. So when you see somebody on Twitter who is like, oh, I love Ron DeSantis, like the list is going to be out by the end of the week. And I'm sure Laura Loomer's probably on it. She'll have the list tweeted here. But I'm sure she's got like a tent like in front just making the list of who it is. But when you see like, hey, this guy came out supporting Ron DeSantis, it's going to be, well, yeah, of course they did. You're paid. Yeah. And let me, let me ask you guys something, because I sometimes I feel like I'm from a different time. but. When you hear the word influencer, does that offend you? Yes. It offends the hell out of me. Yeah, right. it does. Yeah. It really does. It's like I'm not weak-minded that some jerk off in a wearing a dress yeah. is going to influence what I think. I don't I don't even call myself an influencer. I don't. I don't like that term. Yeah, I I, I mean I, I'm not even close to calling myself an influencer because um number one, there would be nar narcissistic of me to do and arrogant. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, guys. Language is important. I know. When somebody like Bill Mitchell or people like that call themselves influencers, that's because they're paid to shape opinions. They're not sharing their own opinions. They're opinion not. Maker then, right? Opinion right. maker. See, we used to call them frauds. Right. <laughs> you know, that, and what you said is exactly right, Jason. It's the manipulation of the English language that pisses me off. Right. Because people buy into it almost immediately and they start parroting it. And it, it just happens. For instance, I'll give you a good example that I think I'm on the island by myself with this. Somebody tell me what an Asian is. Somebody from the continent of Asia. Yeah, right. So an Iranian is an Asian, right? Right. A guy from Turkmenistan <laughs> is, is an Asian. An Azerbaijani is, come on, man. Russian Asian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just the Eurasian continent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well people like don't realize that. that's one of the cool things that I've got from Nicole, where they kind of expand a little bit more on how many, you know, races and religious yeah. groups yeah. and all that are in China. It's kind of fascinating to look at because it's the biggest human population in the world. And like the average American, myself included, don't understand it that much. And and it's a it's a it's an absolute beat down it's an american arrogant beat down of all of those different nationality sovereignty right you know, the chinese the, the you know that on and on koreans japanese the whole night asian give me a break man yeah. right but That's back a to the influencer when 
somebody call like we call ourselves commentators or you know whatever that is when somebody calls themselves an influencer they understand their job is to change your opinion and people usually pay them for that so watch out for people that call themselves that especially if they're proud of it right or or um well let me let me back up to that Twitter thing last night. I'm running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. Look, we know our country's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This Ladies is going to be fun. I know, right? It, it's, um, that this poor is, guy doesn't stand a chance. This you is know, the, the one thing two people talked about Mm-hmm. That wasn't just like the technical things and he avoided 20 subjects. I mean, he made low energy Jeb look energetic. I saw like, if you read a transcript of what he said, you're like, oh yeah, if if delivered right, like, well, I could see where maybe a few things there, but it, it was like, and that's why he did a Twitter space, right? There's no video. Right. The guy's just sitting Somebody there reading his little the script. That's, and yep. he's like, yep. He's like, yep. yes, I think that America needs to get rid of the woke mind virus. Yep. And yep. oh, this is a question he asked me. Okay, let me let me read that. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it was the worst. At some point, if you want to be president, inspire me, make me want to charge through a wall. And I'm like, I needed more split rock coffee to stay awake. <laughs> no, I mean it. You saying that? That's what I saw from a whole lot of Twitter responses. Was low energy and sound like he was reading the script and that he was taking questions from supporters. He wasn't taking questions from anybody else. This is the video that you were talking about. I thought it was fake. I really thought the video was fake. I didn't know. I mean, because when I saw Elon Musk in there, I was like, why in the hell would he have Elon Musk in his video? That didn't make sense. Well, I am running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. Wait a minute. This is his video, right? This is, and he did steal that line. Yeah, he he did take that line. Look, we know our country's going in the wrong direction. We see it with our eyes, and we feel it in our bones. Our southern borders collapse. Drugs are pouring into the country. Our cities are being hollowed out by spiking crime. The federal government's making it harder for the average family to make ends meet and to attain and maintain a middle-class lifestyle. And our president, well, he lacks vigor, flounders in the face of our nation's challenges, and he takes his cues from the woke mob. I don't think it has to be this way. American decline is not inevitable. It is a choice. And we should choose a new direction, a path that will lead. Is that his VP? That's what I was thinking, right? That's exactly what was going through my mind. Is it vice president or chamber of commerce or what? Yeah. what, what is, How does yeah. this guy want? Yeah, think of that. How many times, like Elon, we should go back and count it. How many times has he said woke and how many times has he flashed Elon? And I this mean, is his launch video. That I mean, I mean, I, I was going to play the rest of the thing, but it honestly looked like a campaign video for Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I mean, out of a tractor trailer. Give me a break. And you're going to talk about fentanyl, and you're not going to say where it came from. Yeah, yeah. Well, China, China won't let him do that, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> that's the big takeaway today, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't quit thinking about that. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, Fox News trolls disaster DeSantis launch on Twitter after analysts crown Musk the new Murdoch. Did y'all did y'all see that? That uh, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, they say that Twitter is going to take. I mean, it's not going to happen if it crashes like that. But right, you know, there there is uh, the the networks are struggling. Uh, well, I gotta say, DeSantis. The best thing that happened to DeSantis was the technical issues. Because his speech and his kickoff was that bad. It was that, that bad. If it wouldn't have crashed, everybody today would be like, how is this guy running for president? He didn't talk about 10 things that are, I mean, hit right. the list of top 10 things I have, I want to hear from the president. He may be touched on one or two really lightly. And like his delivery is not going to inspire anybody to go like, oh, I got to go vote for Ron DeSantis. And, you know, I, I listened to it with my wife and I like to eat, like, she's not as plugged into all this stuff as I am. And she's like, yeah, that's going to inspire zero people to go vote for him. Like, you, yeah, you you know you saying you saying that it was it's almost a godsend that it was a disaster because nobody's really talking about what he didn't talk about. They're talking about the disaster. They're not talking about well, you know, you really didn't talk about the economy. You really didn't talk about. Um, hey, we we pre- we prepared the people for that. Yeah. Told you they were going to stay. They were going to stay on woke, staying if on I culture, just like every other Republican loser. I was going to say, if I were a conspiracy theorist, I would think it odd that the platform crashed yesterday, and that's all the what everybody's talking about. When that platform has handled more things, like Wayne's done websites for years, you know how much traffic you're going to get, and roughly, and you could five or ten at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and with Twitter, let's be serious. With Twitter, that's government servers. Right, right. That is the intelligence community right. infrastructure. Yeah. You are not going to blow it up. Well, and then it gives them the opportunity where they get to frame it up like there was so much traffic, so many people were interested that it crashed. But your Twitter. Yeah, look 10 years ago, look how much traffic you had. More than yeah. now. Yeah, you, right. you, your Twitter. You're the, <laughs> according to the, the Apple store, you're still the number one app for news. You should have like a land, like acres of they space. They do. They do. And so, you know, that, 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 that glitch last night is almost like what we saw happen with um, uh, the girl from CNN when they pulled her in the fifth. Right. You know, they were like, yeah, this is going to be 90 minutes at, at, min- at minute 37. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We got to get her out of there. She's getting you, lit you know up. something else they did? Ron DeSantis was supposed to launch at his hometown where he grew up in Dundee, Florida, I think it's called. Really? And the Carl Rose of the day said there was going to be more protesters from Florida that were Trump supporters than there would be DeSantis people at the rally. So they canceled it. You know what? That's another thing. You know how you know how you said um, earlier, Jay, that you know he read and stuff, and there were no cameras and stuff and on it. You know I, mean? I thought about the the audience. He didn't want people to to see the low audience of his right. beginning, because Trump would have came out over the weekend at the at an airport and had a, a, a cool twenty thousand immediately. Where where DeSantis would have had like maybe five 
for five, six hundred, maybe even if okay, okay, I'm being biased. Maybe he would have had two thousand, you know, and that's and that's being con- that's on the high end. I'm, I'm that's on the high end for that. Well, and sometimes too, it's what they don't show you that tells as much of the story. You're telling me Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis are sitting there and they're having like a Twitter space. So far, not one single picture of them or little video of them or like you got all these influencers or content creators like when trump has a rally or has does something in mar-a-lago like videos all over the internet i mean we both know we all know people that send us videos like oh check this out check that out you know that stuff's all over the internet and you know i mean that's because ron was just sitting there reading a script i mean he he didn't even read it that good no from what I heard now, he must have been sitting in his underwear, man. <laughs> he must have been sitting there. I for real, he must have been sitting in his underwear. He didn't want to be seen for his now. Everybody else announced it. Everybody else got on stage. Everybody else was in front of camp. He wanted to go to Twitter so that you couldn't see him with you no know, audience. The thing that gets me too here is you look at all the, and I, I call them the elves, whatever. You, you look at all these people, not just the candidates. But the people on Fox News and other places that are supposed to be conservative. And you got all these people lining up against what? What are they lining up against? Energy independence, freaking good 401ks, you know, just, just on and on and on. Race relations, getting better, fixing federal sentencing guidelines. I mean, Arab Arab peace, you know, no no wars, no additional wars. That's what all these people are lining up against. And that just, that, that it shows you a lot. There be, there's so many people right now. I'll, I'll go back to Bud Light. There's so many people right now that are showing you who they are. They are be clowning them. This is the best time to learn right now. You look at anybody that gets behind Chris Christie or any of these other people, and you listen to what they say. Tell me why. Why wouldn't I want Donald Trump? Right. I wasn't, I wasn't going to read this, but I I will, because Feetgen underscore one on Rumble, uh, I had a good laugh on it, but since this is the Wayne Dupree show, and we really don't care since the beginning of the year. On top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. <laughs> I lost my poor meatball. <laughs> When somebody sneeze, when some Democrats sneeze, it rolled off the table and onto the floor. floor. And then my poor meatball became a WEF whore. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I didn't hear that for a long time. It rolled in the garden and under George Bush. (laughs) And then my poor meatball was nothing but mush. (laughs) (laughs) That's a blast from the past. Oh. Thank you, thank you, Finkin. Thank you. That that best. I like that. Um, <laughs> I don't oh, that's know where, spectacular. I don't, makes I don't know makes where, me hungry. I don't know where they, where y'all come up with y'all's names. Hog balls, man. Uh, <laughs> Hog balls. He, <laughs> he he has Carl Rove and Jeb Bush as advisors, and they wouldn't know the internet from the TV remote. <laughs> Why do we keep allowing the same old tired people to pick our presidents? Rove is all about the donors, regardless where they come from and what they represent. And the Dems are worse than that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we told you. 
Either yeah, one did. side, one side, the Republican side is out there to make money. The Democrat is out there to become Nazi Germany. It's funny because that message is coming across. Like I, I was doing some stuff on Twitter, tweeting about Ron's stuff. And, and it was amazing the number of people that said, well, yeah, Republicans just want them to put up a good enough fight to lose because they make a lot more money when they're campaigning on taking over the White House or taking over the Senate. And uh, people are starting to see it. People are starting it's to wake up. It's a clown up. show. Right. The, the Republican Party, the, the, corporate, the corporate business of Republican politics is killing itself right now. Right. And they don't even know it. They're so freaking arrogant. They have no idea. They think we're the ones that are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Debbie, Debbie, um, it looks like, it looks like we'll be in Wisconsin uh, for the GOP convention. We're going to, we're going to try to get to that. Um, We're going to hang over to J.R. J.R. Robinson's house and drive, drive to Wisconsin. Get some cheese. cheese Oh, wait, wait, hold on. He lives in he lives in Muslim South. No, we're going to Wisconsin. We, <laughs> right we don't like me walking at two o'clock in the morning with that that call. <laughs> Do you hear that stuff? No, okay. no, I, I'm far enough north. We're pretty uh we're pretty safe up here. Give it time. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny though because with, with all the stuff we're doing with the new federal state of China, and then I'm like. Okay, we're one of how many cities that has the freaking Chinese secret police station? <laughs> and I wasn't joking. Like, there's times the wife and I will be on our deck. We'll take the dogs out, and it's like, okay, there's a black SUV going by. <laughs> kind of weird. I'm sure it's nothing. After after we had that bitch on here, I, I, I know I was like, man, I was looking for Chinese agents up in the trees around the house. Right. Now I got now I got to start looking for four door Buicks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, yeah, and like along our fence, like every now and then you get a, you get like a, you know, police or authority looking car that like stop, and you're like, oh shit, really? What? Well, well, here, here in Baltimore, the helicopters at night are That's something to be yeah. yeah, but lately, I've been wondering, like, man, are they gonna come in by the by the back <laughs> door and the front door? Repel off the roof? Yeah, repel, repel off the roof? Yeah, I mean, because those helicopters are low, man. I'm like, what are y'all doing here around three o'clock in the morning like this? What's going on? Man, I was outside of Detroit one time about 20 years ago studying tanks <laughs> at the M1 school, and, I, and I'm out there at night, and the freaking helicopters, man, and that freaking floodlight that comes down, you know, when they're looking for somebody on the ground. I watched that. I was like, damn. Yeah, that, yeah that's weird. That's it weird is, to see that. See that bright light yeah. in a in, in a targeted area? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You think you think um you think it's aliens and stuff. All right. Today was our Thursday. No. Today was our Friday. Your Thursday. Our Friday. <laughs> Thank you, Hatch. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Um today is today is our day. And um it's been real. It's, we've had a we've had a great week and we look to have a Solid week next week because we know that Ron Sanders is going to be making a whole lot of other. It now he's now he's a joke. He's a joke. And as I said last night, the Almighty told him you should have waited till twenty twenty eight, but you didn't want to listen. So now you're going to be. Now a you're done. You're done. You're joke. I hope it was worth the money they paid you, Ron. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. 
you know, I know the world needs a clown and they got one. They got one. And um, Trump, I mean, honestly, Trump, Trump didn't even have to go. Well, I, I, I thought it would be nice if he went on Twitter. He still became the story last night for what he did on, um, on True Social. Fox News tried to make it. Yeah, he, he was confused. Everybody was confused. No, they weren't confused. Nobody was confused. You're they the only ones that are confused. Yeah, yeah. You just put that story out there to, to cover the sense, but nobody was confused. JR, give me some last thoughts. All right. Well, hey, folks. Uh, first, thanks for tuning in this week. And uh, as always, like, comment, share helps us beat the algorithm. Uh, and make sure, too, you hit that subscribe button. I don't talk about that enough, but yeah, it's an easy way to get notifications and mm. Like in in the in the big tech world, uh, that that's an important thing. Uh, second thing, thanks for Paul, our guest from Split Rock Coffee. Go to splitrockcoffee.com, promo code Wayne for your ten percent off. We're gonna make it our mission to support veteran companies. And then uh, last thing is, we, I just want to say thank you to a lot of our guests or a lot of our uh, listeners. They do a great job sending us stuff that we can use. And I know Wayne and Hutch get messages too. And it's like, I'm totally going to share that. So thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate you. All right. Like you said, split rock coffee. It's uh, the low acidity is true. I'm sitting there. I drank two cups of coffee. I have no, no activity going on. It's really good coffee. It is. Check it out. Uh, We'll see you on Saturday, 1130. 1130. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great evening. Go Trump. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.